So, Coach, uh, lessons from the bye week. Uh, you mentioned earlier this week at your press conference that you know you kind of had a choice to make, and the choice was to be a little harder on your team. So tell me about that process, and now that you're getting back in the swing of things in a game week, do you think it paid off? We won't know until Saturday. I, I think the hardest – I just want them to understand how hard it is to win and how close we are to being perfect, you know. And it's it's – it's not going to get easier. It's going to get harder. As the season goes, you've got to be more desperate. And, you know, it's something that doesn't come easy. It's going to be hard. So I just wanted to make it a little bit harder. I didn't want to, you know, damage anybody. But it had to be uh, a lot harder than an uh, intramural game. What's that sacrifice? What, what, what's the extra step? What are some of those things that, that players can do to really appreciate what it means to, to be a winning program? Well, it has to do with the work that you're willing to put in. And the sacrifices you're willing to make off the football field for the absolute thrill of victory, as the uh, as the commercial was on the wide world of sports, it's winning is so joyful, and it's not just a selfish joy. It's a it's a community joy. It's a family joy, an Ohana joy, and it's special. And if you really enjoy the moment, you'll do everything in your off time to have as many of those moments as you can. Now, those are some things you wanted to correct, and we'll get into those a little bit more as well. But as you kind of took a step back and evaluated the first six weeks of the season, what were you proud of? What jumped out to you that said they you know, are, are on the way, they're accomplishing that mission? Oh, that they're playing. I mean, they're playing, they're physical. I go back to spring and, and how physical spring was, and then you know, I can remember the coaches, hey, we've got to take fall ball a little bit easier. And I went home, and I'm like, we're not going to be easier. We're going to be harder on them. And we had a really, really physical fall ball. And I think there's no doubt, I shouldn't say the word think, there's no doubt that that's paying off for us. Now, people will say, well, what about the fourth quarter of this game or the fourth quarter of that game? Well, yeah, those those quarters happen. But if you look and see what happened in the three quarters before that, to be in that game, the young men are definitely putting it out there in the football field. I just need more. I just need more out of them, and I think they're going to give more, but we're going to have to see. How are things standing? Uh, you mentioned a couple names earlier this week, Ravian Pierce and Antoine Cordy, but generally uh, in the Owie department, as we like to call it, where, do you, are, where are you heading into this North Carolina game? You know, we, got, uh, we had two more Owies yesterday. I'm not going to tell you who they were, one on offense and one on defense. But overall, I think everybody, the number one goal of a bye is to make your team healthier than when you left. And uh, we will be healthier than when we left the pit game. And I think that's the key. I think, I believe it came at a perfect time. And hopefully it's going to pay off for us. Now you mentioned the physical aspect of it and the practicing of it. Is there a balance, though? Was there a message, even if it's just a day or two, when you have the opportunity at a bye week in the middle of the season, just forget about football, go do something else for a couple of days? Or did you want them to kind of stay honed in? No, we definitely gave them, some, we gave them uh, three and a half days off in a row, uh, gave, gave the local guys an opportunity to go home, gave the local guys an opportunity to take some of their teammates home with them to see some of the, the Northeast if these guys aren't from the Northeast. We definitely needed that uh, separation time to do other stuff, uh, to clear our minds a little bit so that we can come back even hungrier in the second half of the season. Now, one thing that I'm sure took priority, although everything was evaluated and worked on, was stopping the run. Uh, I know you're not going to tell me what you did in, in practice to address that, but what can you tell me about that process and kind of enforcing that, you know, 
this is an important thing going down the stretch here for this team to be as good as they can be. Well, the, the, cool, the cool thing is you can go back and really pull things out, and you can really uh, paint a very clear picture of the things they did right and the things they did wrong. And now as individuals, they have to make those corrections. And then they have to understand that if they can't make those corrections, then there's going to have to be change because our goal is not going to change. And we can't achieve our goal if we can't have the success in those departments. And I think that was the biggest thing they learned over the week. Dino Babers, our guest here, as the Orange get ready to host North Carolina. It's homecoming this Saturday, a 12-20 kickoff at the Carrier Dome. Uh, Dino, where would you evaluate Eric Dungy at the midway point? Decision-making, executing, everything that comes with the quarterback position. Well, I'm not going to do it that way. I know this. I know if we had to... If every team had to put up one person for the Heisman, our Heisman guy would be Eric Dungy. And there's no doubt that when he's on, we're a sight to see. When he's not having one of his better days, then we're in a real battle. I think the biggest thing is, is that I'm gonna, I need to get perfection out of him where the more A games he has down the road instead of B games or C games, the more opportunities we're going to have to reach our goals. So our thing is not so much what how he graded the first six games, but how he's going to grade the last six games so we can have an opportunity for seven. Kickers don't get a lot of Heisman hype, but they do get midseason, you know, All-American awards and a lot of recognition. And Andre Schmidt is not only getting that, he got awarded a scholarship in the bye week as well. That had to be a cool moment for you. You know, we, uh, we were talking in the team, in our team meeting, and I asked, uh, I asked Andre, Andre's so simple, so pure. I love him. I love him. And I said, Andre, you know why you got a scholarship? This is in front of 106 of his brothers. And he goes, because I make all my kicks. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody started laughing. And then, uh, one of the, one of the, one of his older brothers, I want to say it was Kylan. Kylan looked at him. He says, you're getting a scholarship because you're consistently good. And and that's the answer that he needed to say. But he's so young in the program, he doesn't know what to say. But uh, he's just one of those guys that he's always done it. Uh, your first fear is, okay, as soon as he gets this, his, everything's going to change. But he hasn't shown any of that in his first six weeks, or in his first ten weeks that he's been here. He's been doing exactly what he's always done, and he represents exactly what we want every position to be, which is consistently good. Shifting the focus over to North Carolina, you know, they gave Virginia Tech a real punch in the, now, in the nose last week, a couple turnovers. I mean, that game was right in their hands, and they're going to come in, you know, looking you know, to get that second win of the season. You're coming off the bye week. How do you see the mixture there, and when you look at this North Carolina team, what are the things that really grab you? Well, they like to run the football, and they've got big backs, and those things are always, ooh, when it comes to us and the way we play football. But I think it's a good indicator to find out exactly where we're at. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't fear that. I, I embrace it because if we're going to be good, we need to be able to stop that. And if we can't stop that, we're not going to be good. So let's not figure it, wonder what in the hell is underneath the Christmas tree. Okay, let's take the wrapper off and let's get after it. So it's a challenge, and we need to meet that challenge. Do you know? Thanks. Good luck. Thanks, Brent.